When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Rachel Martin. After hosting Morning Edition for years, I know that the news can wear you down. So we made a new podcast called Wild Card, where a special deck of cards and a whole bunch of fascinating guests help us sort out what makes life meaningful. It's part game show, part existential deep dive, and it is seriously fun. Join me on Wild Card wherever you get your podcasts. Only from NPR. It's The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert. My first guest tonight is an Emmy award-winning actor and Saturday Night Live alum who created and stars in HBO's Barry. An audition. Mm-hmm. You. Yeah. Have an audition. Yeah. What are they reading extras now? No. That's so weird. Sally said the same thing. What's the point? It's a guy named um, JT in a movie called Swim Instructors. How many of these did you print? It's just one. It's four scenes. Holy moly. JT is on every page. That's a lot of lines, Barry. Yeah, I think he's one of the leads. No! You say, oh, we're just a bunch of swim instructors. That's the title. They can't cut that. Please welcome Bill Hader. audience. We decided to get you a nice one. Thank you. Because I've, n- I've never had you on before. No, it's my first time on the first show. Time, so I wanted you to have a nice oh, audience. Thanks, there buddy. you go. Thank you. I like that you said that over there. You said it again. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. I, I like the buddy. Yeah, like I'm from Tulsa, Oklahoma. I don't yeah. know. Everyone's like, no way. Yeah. You we got also, out. We brought in a lot of people <laughs> oh, from no. Oklahoma. You guys for got you. out. Yeah. One of the, uh, Barry. It gets great reviews. See, it's like Thank 99% you. on Rotten Tomatoes or whatever. But I'll t- I, I, I tell you, you want another good review? What? I think it's a perfect show. It's oh, absolutely. Thank you. Oh, wow. I, I, I got dragged in. I got dragged into the Barry world by my 17-year-old son, who said, "Dad, sit down. You should really, you should really see the oh, show." Good. And I've only seen season two. I haven't seen season oh, one. Oh, well, then you're. Does it make no. sense at all? It does. He explains. Oh, okay. <laughs> my son explains as we're going along, and it's it's it is uh, a. It seems really true to me because yeah. I went to acting classes. Yeah. Everything in the I don't know what a life of an assassin is like. Right. But I do know what the life the life of an acting student is like. Yeah. And every word is absolutely perfect. <laughs> did you go to acting classes? No, I went. Well, I went to Second City in L.A. So I did like the sure. Second City training, like improv yeah. training. But no, I never went to like real acting classes so we had to like go to the acting class and it was weird me being there like I'm writing a thing about being an actor so I just want to observe (laughs) and the actors are like you're on television dummy (laughs) you know and I'm like yeah but I'm not too good you know so uh, it just came natural it just came natural I don't know I mean some people have it and some people don't and (laughs) fortunately I got a lot of it so <laughs> like a real dirt bag. Now uh, the thing, the, the the situation of like the the uh, the the assassin 
who uh, a veteran assassin who becomes uh, uh, who goes into acting classes. How did that gestate in you? Where, where did you? Where did that? It's an odd combination. You don't automatically go, "Oh, I'll watch that." Yeah, but, right. And uh, <laughs> and sometimes it takes season two before your seven-year-old yeah. son to say, "You have to watch yeah. this." And you go, "Oh, I've been an idiot for not watching this." <laughs> what, what? How did that come about? Uh, well, Alec Berg, who I do the show with, uh, he he and I just went and we sat down and started talking about ideas. And I was like, "What if? What if we do a show about it, like a like a hitman?" You know, and he was like, I don't like that's I hate Hitman. That's such a like the guy with the skinny tie. He's like, There's more Hitman in, in, in movies and television than there are in real life. It's like it's like dog catcher. Do you know what I mean? It's like not a thing. And like a dog catcher walks out and like, hey, no, 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 no. Uh, but uh, but but it was like it was not a real thing. So then I, and then he goes, I hate that idea. I go, No, but it'd be me. And he went, Oh, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> And then very quickly, we got on the idea that he'd be in an acting class. I have no idea how we came up with that, but we're like, and then he's in an acting class. It's like, great. And then we, and that was it. And then we went to HBO and they went, huh, okay. <laughs> and we pitched it to them and they were like, all right, well, yeah. let's, let's, let's see how it happens. And this is one of the few shows on HBO that isn't ending this week. I know, it's true. <laughs> I know, isn't that crazy? I know, they were like, hey, I hope this is okay. We just want you to know um, you're going to be after Game of Thrones. And I was like, what? <laughs> oh, no. But no, we got like 2.5 million viewers when, I, when the episode, wow. when the Game of Thrones is our lead in. And yeah. I was like, I'd like to think that just 2.5 million people just decided to tune in on our third episode in season two. It has nothing yeah. to do with dragons. You know, uh, so eight, eight seasons on, on Saturday Night Live. Do you miss the live shows at all? No, no, no. You don't miss all. the energy? No, no, I got very nervous. I had a lot of, I had bad anxiety. So I had like, a, I had real bad, uh, yeah, like stage fright and never went away. And then Lauren Michaels tried to help me after season four. He went, you know, you can work here as long as you want. And that was his way of like, chill the f out. <laughs> and but I it wasn't was like, anxiety about success. Yeah. No, it no, was... total anxiety of just the red light comes on, and I'm like, wait, what's my lines? You have like one shot at landing a thing, yeah. and it's in front of the whole nation, and you're sure. just like, oh, oh gosh, you know. Yeah. So then it got into a thing where I would get so nervous, I, uh, and then I would start breaking and things like Ooh. that. Yeah, which is lame. Did it, did it manifest itself physically, like aches or pains or? Yeah, yeah, I would, I would get very like, yeah, I would start to, I, I, one time, I want to put my hand in front of my face. Isn't that weird? Sure. I want to put my hand in front of the face and that's where the Stefan stuff came from. That's where that came from, because I was, I was so nervous. I was like, I remember playing Julian Assange once and I had a drink and I just kept bringing it up like this. And Jenna, our stage manager, was at the camera going, And I'm talking into a cup, and then the next Chris Kelly, the other stage manager, is like, Bill, um, uh, You're also known for your impressions, you know, uh, of uh, Al Pacino, uh, Vincent Price. Yeah. Not everyone does a Vincent Price. <laughs> Clint Eastwood. No, real current stuff. Sure. Yeah. Exactly. The current, the, exactly. what the kids are Myrna listening Lloyd. to. Yeah, Myrna Lloyd, <laughs> Herbert Marshall, you know. <laughs> <laughs> You do James Mason. I do do James. Yeah, I did it in my uh, my uh, audition. Audition. Yeah. I actually have a James Mason. Oh, it is. Very like... few people have a James Mason. <laughs> Would you like? What, oh, what's your what, James? My James Mason. Mason said, and we we, we uh, 
We do have fun, don't we, Lo? And, 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 and I'll buy you a new dress and, and we'll have a party and no more boys. Yeah, that's the one. That's we'll the one we're trying to get into. Thank you. I'm going to. I'm going to. No I'm going boys. to shoot you, Quilty. Yeah. It's when he's painting her toenails. Yes, yeah. exactly. I've heard you before, no boys. Yeah, yes, yeah, exactly. It's so funny. Yeah. yeah, I did him in my audition, and it was him with an expired uh, gift certificate for a dozen donuts. Do you mind? He's like, I would like to buy a dozen donuts with this gift certificate. <laughs> and I'd also like your biggest bottle of you, I'm sorry. <laughs> I see. How much are the donuts without the gift certificate? <laughs> I see. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> yeah. So, so many, many levels. levels of no acting sadness. classes. No You're acting classes. Me no acting, no classes. acting classes. This has been the Late Show Poncho with Stephen Colbert. If you're enjoying The Late Show Pod Show, leave us a five-star review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Watch The Late Show with Stephen Colbert weeknights at 11.35, 10.35 Central on CBS and Paramount+. And for more exclusive Late Show content, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and subscribe to The Late Show on YouTube. Now you can feel like you're in the audience at the Ed Sullivan Theater with official Late Show with Stephen Colbert merchandise at ParamountShop.com. Shop t-shirts, mugs, accessories, and more, and Late Show Poncho listeners can take 20% off with code TLS20. That's 20% off at checkout on all Late Show products with code TLS20 at ParamountShop.com. Hey everyone, it's David Duchovny. Do you ever feel like a failure? Trust me, I get it. Hell, I've spent my whole life almost feeling like a failure. It's appropriate, though, because on Fail Better, my new podcast with Lemonada Media, exploring the world of failure, how it holds us back, propels us forward, and ultimately shapes our lives is the whole point. Each week, I'll chat with artists, athletes, actors, and experts about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalysts for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, I hope we can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out on May 7th, wherever you get your podcasts.